Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Voice Notes Unscripted podcast. Different intro today. Don't think mine is as good as Stu's, but we've mixed it up. We've, we've threw a, an absolute spanner in there. So, Mate, you've come from some heat there, to be fair. I'm well impressed. <laughs> so, we're gonna, mate, we're, so today we're going to be speaking about goal setting, uh, a big topic, especially with New Year on the horizon, something we've spoke about with each other a lot. Um, this can go for like fitness, like lifestyle, um, work, personal goals, you know, that all feeds into this. Um, I can promise you that Stu's well-versed in this area as well. Um, and I think he's going to hit it off with with kind of his take on on goal setting. Yeah, for sure, it's a good good point actually. I never really considered it as New Year's, and it's 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 frustrating and sad really that goal setting gets a bad rap, especially at New Year's, because there is something to be said about like you know like trying to have a fresh slate and stuff like that, and kind of just trying to go at it. But the fact that people put you down just because you've set a, a New Year's goal, it's I don't, I don't really like that. I like that a lot but here's here's a bit of wisdom for you coming in straight off the bat the only thing i don't like about new year's goal is just postponing it up until that point so like if you've got a goal and it's really really hot on your agenda there's no point in delaying it and the mm. wisdom is um the best time to plant a tree was 100 years ago the second best time is now like you might mm. as well just start now if you've got that fire in you and you want to do it properly there's the conversation about, oh, you've got to get yourself in the right headspace. Yes. But I I, I think that's just a decision you need to make now rather than postponing it to the future. Um on that, on that aspect, let's let's have a little thing. Let's have a little think. Because I think goals are a really tricky one. And Rory said I'm coming in locked and loaded here because it's true. I've I thought a lot about this in my time. Um I went down a route at one point where I was trying to perfect the whole goal setting process. It's like I got lost in the setting the goal kind of becoming the all consuming thing. So rather than doing the work to get the goal, I was just trying to set the most audacious goals and kind of almost trying to magic it into existence. Um, and that's a trap you can fall into. But that has then led me into this whole idea of kind of like I went too far one way. I come back to the middle, but I've come back like with loads of information. So, have you ever heard, Rory, of this uh, a BHAG, which is a big, hairy, audacious goal? I've never heard of that before in my life. It's do you know what? I, a BHAG. The the BHAG. The BHAG. <laughs> a big, hairy, audacious goal, and it sticks with me. Well, say something it... else then. <laughs> a big, I'll hairy, audacious. You fill in the G. I was going to say, I'll leave that up to your imagination, wonderful viewer. Um, it, it sticks with me because it's such a random kind of like set of words, I guess. But the conversation that I want to start off with is, yes, you've got to set goals, but there's also a lot to be said about kind of the size of the goals because you hear the smart goals, which is what you hear at like work and school, which is... I don't know. I don't even know what it is, but it's like measurable, accurate, something, something, something. You don't, do you know this one, Rory? Yes. Smart, uh, so, yeah, smart, measurable, achievable, realistic, and then t time, time bound. Is that right? Yes. My, mate. mate. I'm, I'm, mate Leadership year, year, what year would it have been? Year seven. Get out, me. Come on, then. Come on. He had his, he, he clearly had his monster energy back in the day. Got him paying that full attention. Um, so, that's like a, I would say that's a very British way to do goals. And what I mean by that, yeah, definitely. we're playing it so fucking safe. Like part of the fun of goals is that you literally just aim as high as you can. Aim is so high that it scares you. And I, I, I really think that that's something to, to kind of do. I'd like to get your take on this because like you, perhaps you think, oh, maybe it should be achievable, but I mm. like to kind of like fail forward. So what what you got for me? Mate, fuck it. That people are going to get bored of my answers, mate. It's that famous two words of it depends, doesn't it? And Ooh. I think the more, the more successful you get um, in terms of like meeting your goals. So let's say you start off with small goals or like smaller targets or, or shorter term targets. So rather than thinking, five, ten years ahead, three years ahead, you think more in a week, in a month, in six months, and you get very good at that. I think something like the BHAG, 
could be a good shout because you you've set yourself up to be like a goal striving like person and machine so i think the more reinforcement you've had that you've accomplished these smaller goals and smaller targets mm. i think you can get more like savvy in setting bigger goals and the other thing is as well it's like obviously life throws curveballs so goals change like i'm sure you know i struggle to see really long term but i'm sure if you go back to when you were or when we were both 18 and you said mm. what were your goals for 21 and then at 21 you were like what were your goals for 25 like you they change quite a lot they do especially in such developmental years that's that's a great point um so with that though they they do change and do you know what there's this fallacy that i've stumbled upon and it's fucking brilliant to be fair because there's this old adage that kind of we underestimate well, we overestimate what we can do in a month but we underestimate what we can do in a year <clears throat> massive and like it is so true we've talked about consistency it's literally it's one of the keys to life but kind of just to kind of put something in perspective on that for you is like <clears throat> the same thing applies for 10 years as well so like 10 years i bet you've like if i said this to you now rory like in 10 years is your life going to be massively different mm. or could it be massively different and I, th I think most people would maybe are on the side of no especially if you're getting you're in a routine and like life starts to slow down a little bit but it could change as much as you want it to like if you look back 10 years man i was like i was a literally a totally different person different person 100 percent. and you've got a lot in the locker there so if we start like there's something to be said about the pressure as well of the bigger goals or the smaller goals and to what you said i like to do this there's a book called the one thing i'm not sure if you've read it yeah mate uh, do you know what oh, mate, i'm telling you i think it's oh look at that mate, mate he look he, he looks so intelligent look at that straight off the shelf boom I c mate i couldn't have asked for that it's almost like we rehearsed it but gary j keller <laughs> jeez um so that book right read a lot of books like especially like that typical self-improvement let's yeah, fucking yeah. get after it kind of thing but that that book really did kind of outline one of the best goal setting processes that i've seen now i think it's a bit of a full-time job to be honest with you to kind of like change your perspective on it but just to, for the audience here the breaking down of the one thing is you set what one thing um Oh shit! I'm forgetting it now. But like, I think you said one thing a week, isn't it? It's 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 basically like it's another way of doing my recollection of it. There's loads of bits in it, but my recollection my recollection is it's reverse engineering. Yes. So you go to your five year, three year, one year goal, and then you say, "What's the one thing I need to do um, over the next?" six months to get to the one year goal and then you go what's the one thing i then need to do over the next three months to get to the six month goal and then you go what's the next thing i need to do over the next month to get to the three month goal so forth and you basically work back to a day it goes like a month a week a day so you break it basically in your head it kind of declutters it should declutter what's important and what's not Mate, i actually use this in 20 so you know the year covid struck 2020 so someone yeah. bought it me christmas 2019 and they actually read it and i set out like a bit of a plan for the year and obviously at the time like, obviously we had no idea covid was coming so my mm. good example here so my goals had to completely change but i remember what i did was i wanted to be working with like a certain amount of clients i wanted to be achieving a certain amount of results and i worked it back to literally what i've got to do on the day and the things that it was were very like very like basic things it was things like mm -hmm. right turn up delivering great sessions building great rapport um doing an hour of study a day in terms of like you know education so i've got more knowledge to help people um spending an hour like communicating with people and I, and all these things instead of me saying right i want 20 amazing case studies this year like if i did that every day that would get me that and like i found it really good because it helped me come back to like what's important now rather than like just this big shiny thing that's in like three years yeah it kind of puts it all in perspective and that actually ties on so well which is kind of the point i was trying to get across with bringing up this book in general <clears throat> excuse me um it's the fact that you actually can get those small wins so we can still have the massive goal that is in the distance so far away it, 
feels it could like whatever that is six months a year two years but if you start breaking it down and you get that and you, it almost becomes like i guess the classic thing is goals and objectives so your objective for the day is to tick that box that's going to just move you one step forward and but i think there's something to be said here because a lot of the time when we're thinking about goals and stuff like that we don't we can waste a lot of time is what i'm saying and so if we do reverse engineer the process like like the like the book suggests it actually makes us kind of evaluate what is important here like what do we actually need to do to move the needle because there's a lot of like what i call action faking where you can kind of watch all the youtube videos about it you can write the perfect plan but a lot of the time we like you can spend hours doing things like that but the thing you need to do you can do for one hour a day do it quality and you're actually going to move the needle they're the really important things and they're the kind of things that get you stepping in the right direction mm, mate it ties in nicely actually to um i'm going to butcher this phrase now but it's a it's a james clear classic i can feel oh, a sneeze yeah. coming by the way i'm hoping it goes to be prepared for a sneeze but Is that bright light in your eyes mate it's killing me um the um so yeah it's you don't you don't rise to the heights of your goals you fall to the quality of your systems yes very and it's close. all about like chasing process a bit more than chasing now coming january is a brilliant example like loads of people rock and first right this is the year now i am gonna go and lose two stone they might go and get a gym membership you might start a diet that you've seen but the big but is you haven't really got a system in place so mm. a lot of people they don't look at okay what am i going to be doing on a day-to-day -day basis what am i going to be eating am i going to be going for a walk am i going to go into the gym twice or three times people just try and wing it and that outcome never happens because unless you get the process you'll never get the outcome um so it, it's been a bit more process focused so instead of saying right i want to lose a stone in the new year you might say right my goal is to work towards losing the stone by doing ten thousand steps per day um keeping a food diary training two three times a week um you know looking after my sleep prioritizing myself you know whatever it is that you pick out but like don't just say i want to lose a stone like what's the actual process behind that yeah for sure i think um i think there's a lot to be said here um with the goals you set so sometimes a stone i guess this is a bad example of what i'm going to say but i'm going to roll with it anyway and it will become clearer but oftentimes we do set goals that are totally out of our control so i think let's throw it total left wing but if you say i want to be in the perfect relationship with the love of my life in 12 months this that's out of your control so yeah yeah when you set a goal like that you've got to be very 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 careful because unfortunately the things in your control are how you act kind of um the, your variables that you're able to do you know you kind of put your best self forward but maybe it's just not meant to be there is definitely things you can do to create those uh basically manipulate it in your favor and make the odds better but ultimately like you've given control to your happiness because what we are saying when we set a goal is i'm going to be happy when i achieve this which is a dangerous premise which is why we need to talk about that like rory is saying the process so just be wary i think is my my main thing is like when you set your goal like is it something that's totally in your control are you relying on a few variables external mm. to you or like um getting a promotion at work like maybe there's maybe like the cutting back because of the energy crisis or whatever like you don't know but like a controllable version is like every day i'm going to show up on time i'm going to put in two hours of quality undistracted work every day you know like those are the kind of things that i think there's a lot to be said for yeah definitely mate what's um i read the article you sent me um uh -huh. so, so stuart sent me a, a like a stoic article um and it was really good and it was all about and um, this kind of links into goal setting as well it's all about kind of what you understanding what you're in control of and what you're not and what's the title of it mate i can't remember the title it, the term is the dichotomy of control the dichotomy of control so and basically the point is it's like like let's take the one stone weight loss right or the three kilos of muscle gain 
like that that is an outcome so you're not in control of that happening but what you are in control of is the action uh, is the actions that may get you there so for example you are in control of the fact that whether you can go for a walk whether you can go to the gym you know how you choose to spend your time um a, a lot of the articles about like how you react to situations so for example really good example of this is your family are going out for a birthday meal but your goal is to lose a stone it's friday night and they're like oh come on okay your you you know social social kind of uh pressure is is is, is sort of suggesting you go but it's understanding that when you're there you own your own decisions like as much as other people may not like it you still own your decisions and if you make good decisions amazing if you don't make great decisions then at least own the fact in the following days that you made that decision and it's your choice how you react to it so it's understanding with goal setting is it all links back to choices all links back to like decisions structure processes you have a big say over that so like when you do set a big outcome work backwards to that yeah for sure i mean that that's a, such a sick example because it's like it's such a common thing i think so oftentimes we fall into the trap of like these what ifs that may never happen but like there's a good chance that especially over the christmas period you're gonna have this situation where you know maybe it's a work stew maybe it is a family meal maybe take your missus out like whatever it's like as rory said you are you are in control of you can decide not to go there's something to be said here also because gotta determine the level of priority that the that these goals are to you because there is this balance and we talked about balance last week but like if i'm um if i'm a pro bodybuilder and i'm like i'm nearing a show date or whatever we're making different kinds of decisions that's going to probably we're going to be saying no to the social occasions and you get like as the viewer or the person who kind of interprets that depending on your perspective on it you might think that's absolutely ridiculous you've got to live your life or you might also think actually i respect that he's putting that first and that will ebb and flow for everyone but there's a there's, there's you've got to identify what's more important to you in that situation i guess it's like do you need this do you need to stay on the the path because otherwise it's going to throw you off totally or do you can can you have that comp not necessarily compromise but can you make that work in your life to achieve those goals if that makes sense mm, yeah mate 100 percent. another probably another one to to throw in there to tie into this whole goal setting thing is um and again gonna throw a bit of simon sinek in there a lot of people will have heard of simon sinek some people maybe not um but i'm sure you've you're familiar with his concept which kind of like set this whole thing off and it start his book is called start with why and it's really simple principle so whenever you set a goal basically ask yourself why so if your goal if your outcome is to make an extra let's say 20 grand a year or to lose yep. a stone or to you know sleep eight hours a night ask why and ask it a few times as well so why do you want to lose a stone Okay, okay, so you want to lose them? Why? And it's like, right, I, I don't like how I look. Okay, why? Mm, well, this fits me a bit tight these days. Okay, well, why is that important? Mm, I feel like self-conscious in social situations. Okay, why is that? Well, I get anxiety, blah, blah. And you start digging deeper and that one stone thing suddenly turns into something that actually is very important. If you can link that, you've got a better chance of seeing value in it um it's it, it's wonderfully simple and i ask that to everyone on consultation calls like why and you know sometimes you know people's reasons for goal setting might not be great reasons you know um you know sometimes i've said why to someone before and someone said oh because my wife told me to do you know yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, 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 for sure. Um, and it's like, oh, well, you know, are you doing this for you? Are you doing this for that? Or at least understand what your motive is um, and, and and understand, you know, what your deeper motives are. Um, and I think once you understand that, you've got a much better chance of seeing goals through. I think I've been guilty in the past, man. I'm sure you have. Not necessarily of goal yep. setting, but doing things because I wanted to, like, fit in with the crowd or yeah, for impress, sure. impress friends when I was younger and this kind of thing. And actually, if someone said to me, why are you doing that? I wouldn't have been able to give you a good answer because yeah, yeah, yeah. they're doing it. And if that's the case, no wonder we struggle to set goals and, and achieve like stuff. 
Oh man, I've got like I've got like three things spinning in my head here. Hit I, me I with wanna, it. Throw the I ball. I want to go. I want to go. So the first thing is like, oh, two of them have gone out the window now. But <laughs> the first thing is that, well, so, as Rory said earlier, like life isn't a linear straight path, and we have to accept that. Like for some people, it's harder than others. Like I've done a lot of like research and stuff. Like this is side tangent, but it actually comes back to childhood. Like we think a lot that like life should be like just not necessarily easy but smooth but it's not like that and if we take our goal setting okay great example if we go to the gym and we're going to the gym and we've uh we've we've done a we're not warm up quite right we've done a deadlift because we're kind of feeling it today and we've done it and then you pull you back or something like that for me panic stations disaster because all of a sudden if i'm trying to put on three kilo of muscle and then, but I'm out of the game for two, three weeks. All of a sudden, you start thinking, you start, you start panicking. I think that's a, a fair thing because if you're so in the goal and you've set it as a high priority, then you start worrying, thinking, "Oh no, like my values going down, my my self value to myself is going down because of this variable that's gone." The thing that's going to get you through it is this question and the reasoning of why, because. It's so easy, like you say, Rory, like if you're doing it for kind of an external reason or to fit in with the crowd, the why quickly evaporates to not being anything to, it's like you think it's like a pillar to fall back on, but like you lean on it and it just crumbles beneath you because you think, and then you just keep going. And that's quite an abstract metaphor. But if we do have a, a solid reasoning for why, like you said, I, I heard a PT kind of um, talk about this on his podcast. He's like, a lot of the consultations or, or the initial consultations where we try and figure this out with, with the clients, like the why, like you said, it does often come down to something so personal and, and real. So what, obviously people know that like there's a lot of confidence associated with weight, but when we drill into it, it's like, like you say, like um, you want to lose the weight. Why? Because I want to fit in this better. And like maybe it's just it's not comfortable, like like in front of the partner naked. And then you all of a sudden you think, fuck, man, like this is serious shit. So that why, drilling into it, it's like oh, everyone wants to lose. I think a lot of the population want to lose weight. But if you actually think about this kind of specific thing, and when when and you've cognitively work through it when the times are hard when it's raining when it's cold you, you and you want to just sit down and watch netflix but your routine says you need to train uh, at least x days a week you're gonna that's gonna give you the push you need and not everything will do that it's kind of my point mm. mate i think a nice um a nice little add-on here uh would be for me to ask you and you can ask me as well maybe in reverse so like what's in regards to training and like keep getting in shape and achieving your fitness goals we'll go with fitness yeah, yeah um, sure. like why do you do what you do and what's your deeper motive oh mate it's a it's a great question and this is something kind of i wanted to go to anyway in terms of like generally i think there's a lot to be said for accountability like kind of like one of the great things about having a coach or having a pd is you're accountable to someone else and you can hack this you don't need to pay someone to do it but you need someone who you respect or is your you know is going to be there who's on the same wavelength for you to kind of like keep you accountable for these kind of goals so me and rory saying it to each other that's one thing but also saying it in front of an audience that's pretty mm. audacious and then we start to kind of think because you <laughs> you've got to back yourself you can't be on your bullshit basically because if, if you say this and you've got and you've got the bottle to say to everyone this is what i'm gonna do all of a sudden the walls are closing behind you because if you fail then you fail in front of everyone and that pressure it's so for some people it's gonna absolutely break them they, they don't like that fair enough but for me i feel like that's such a good little hack to use like you don't want to let people down i think intuitively like mm. as human beings we don't like if i say i'm going to turn up at fucking seven o'clock i'm panicking because of the traffic i don't want to let him down i don't want to let rory down for this podcast but sometimes life gets in the way but we can use that we like oh i'm gonna uh put on three kg of muscle I, and i've said to rory i'm gonna do that and we've gone through it. we've had a chat about it i don't want to let him down because i've said you know what we've talked about it he's invested anyway that's a side tangent so the question was that you asked is 
to how like why am I training? Like, can you mm. can you re-ask the question just so I uh, can get a concrete yeah, so answer? Like, for so you. Like, what's what's your why in terms of training, eating well, looking after yourself, and and why? What's the deeper motive behind it? Like, what's the what's what's the real reason you get in there? Mate, I've been doing a lot, and I mean a, f a fucking hell of a lot of introspection on this. I think I mentioned it before. I think a lot of people get into training for the more wishy-washy reasons, like like you were saying before, like oh, you you with your mates and whatever, or shallow. You want to? Yeah, exactly. Very shallow, like base. And, and, and nothing wrong with that if that's your thing. Is it? I mean, like if you if you want a six pack and you just want one to show up, nothing wrong with that. No, but like sure. you might run in like what we're trying to say and i don't want to cut in on this too much mate but like yeah, yeah. what we're saying about the shallow thing is shallow isn't bad it's just it may not serve you long term yeah for sure it, but hit yeah, me with it, it it might start you getting in the door that, that that's something to be said for that isn't there so as i say a lot of introspection on this because it started with me just like i looked in the mirror and i thought mate what the f you know like how did it get here and then yeah. th this is where we started back in the day. Then lose the weight, and we've we spoke about this, the, the the kind of the journey and stuff like that. So now I look at it, and I'm like, I think there is a sense of, uh, and I'm gonna get real here. I think there is a sense of insecurity about it because it's like I'm training to kind of make sure I don't fall back into my old ways, like mm. running from my past self. If that makes sense, it's just like mm. I cannot allow myself to get back to that point. And then I think the the thing is to look good for myself, but there's also an element of looking good for everyone else. But over the last few months, I think I've really started to develop into the real reasons I'm doing it. Because th those hard sessions, as we say, like when you're moving the weight around and you don't want to and you think, oh, fuck me. And I started to drill into it. And I think it's more so training now for the long term in terms of like, one day when I have kids and stuff like that, I want to be there when I'm like, I'm able, I'm physically able to like kind of role like model. Support, support that lifestyle. I want to show like, like I influence people around me now. So if there's someone who looks up to you, like by default, then you want to be that kind of guy and you don't want to be the guy who struggles walking up the stairs or you hear stories like people struggling to like carry the kids and stuff like that, because like, you know, like walking around the park and I've not got kids and that's a while away, but like, started to think to myself like you need to make sure you're kind of good here you need to be ticking that box to say like i'm all right i, I want to be strong i want to be healthy and i think that's where i've started to think more about longevity rather than just like strength training so i'll throw it back at you what 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 have we got rora oh i see i think i don't think there's one reason i think there's no. a few and all kind of like work synergistically in terms of like wanting to do it. obviously if i go back to when i first started training it was very like like you said really insecurity based insecure mm -hmm. about the way you, you look like, i used to feel really inferior in school like i was really skinny like i was never i was never fat but i was never like the fastest the strongest the most powerful like you, do you know what i mean so i felt like well in the pressure cooker of comparing yourself to everyone yeah yeah like you know kind of like sort of like average across the board um mm. and, and i almost thought like you, you get you start to believe it's just you it's just the way you yep. are and obviously you know let's say for example my goal was to be a fucking pro basketball player obviously if you're not like six foot six or whatever it is at least obviously you, you know there is a limitation there but in terms of like looking your best and feeling your best there's no limitation and once you get that in your head like and you admit that insecurity you're ready to start doing something about it so that was it for me obviously like holidays when you're younger not wanting to feel uncomfortable top off all this kind of thing and mm. then you start to see some results and it becomes even more aesthetic based you're like oh well the way i look influences yeah. the way i feel as well so that positive feedback yeah loop, let's yeah. get more into this and then obviously you know massive passion for it like obviously studied it like at uni and stuff and then got into the industry of it and i can say it's totally flipped on its head so like for me now like aesthetics aren't the forefront of it it's more now for me like i want to be like i want it, especially working in it and advocating it and like being someone who like sells health and fitness if you like as like a lifestyle and like as something i do i need to be like a walking 
like a walking version of it. So I need like people to look and say, you know what, Rory's not just talking mm. about it, but he does it. He lives it. It's like integrity, like a big value of mine is integrity. So for me, like integrity means me training, me eating the foods I need to eat, me like, you know, looking after myself, if you like. Um, so it's more like based on that. And a byproduct of that is obviously the aesthetics and you know yeah. feeling good and stuff but that's a big one like trying to be like a leader for like clients and stuff like that um and also as well mate like you know how big we are in education yeah. there's so much like and this is more of a new one for me a new motive there's so much shit in the fitness industry so much bollocks so yeah. much like 100%. just terrible advice absolutely terrible advice and for me i want to be a beacon for like you know showing that this education and this way of doing things works and it works well and it ticks a lot of boxes and that if you do it this way you can do it in a way where you achieve your goals you feel amazing you look after your joints you look after your body and you can adopt it as like a lifestyle but you haven't got to be a pro bodybuilder or a pro powerlifter or the skinniest person on the earth necessarily like you can do all these things and get involved on the action without having to like you know deal with all the bullshit and stuff that you hear i'm massive on that at the moment um yeah. i'm quite like I'll sort of die by the sword on that at the moment but i mean that's it for me at the moment those are the big reasons why like i train yeah mate like i just want to kind of piggyback on that um that last point there about kind of being like a beacon of truth i mean i, I say i've it's taken me back to the first couple of episodes when i was hating on like the instagram influencers but for myself like i've been on both sides of it so i've been that guy where you're just looking and you're just begging for like fucking some real information some truth just like how do i actually do this because there's such a lot of money to be made off your insecurities off your not knowing and you know i've seen i've seen people do it where they'll just buy a diet plan because they're out of ideas and like the intention's so good like you're actually like maybe this is the first time you've bought into yourself and you know you kind of like you've taken an amazing first step but these like vultures basically are just prying on that aspect of you so like they're buying you set you're buying yourself what you didn't realize is just a pre-made diet plan and like it's just so frustrating and like nowadays like i found some really good sources of information through just trial and error like huberman and the people who have spewed off that and a lot of it comes to like if i've got any advice is a lot of the quality people are doing like genuine scientific research not you just like there's a lot to be said for like entertainment like fitness i think like there's a guy called um i haven't watched his stuff in a while but william or will tennyson and I'd really like his content. He's like, he's just a funny dude. He's quite, he's jacked. He's giving out good information. He's showing his diet and stuff like that. That's the kind of level there. And I was like, this is entertainment. But you've got to make that difference or differentiate between entertainment and education. And I think like if, with you saying that, it's just kind of inspired me to remember that. And obviously I think as well with the world of PT, because I was talking to someone about it, mm. mate, we all know it's a fucking hyper competitive market and the sad fact is i think this wild is the case bro <laughs> it is out you're out here trying it's to a just wild a lot, lot of billy cowboys out here well this is it and i'm like james smith is like one of my favorite people pt guys it was like i think he said he paid two and a half grand three grand to get himself on the shop floor to say he can train people and it's like you're literally influencing people's lives here so like it's hard then again the same thing you don't want to like be spending money on people who like haven't really got a clue they might just be like a bro yeah oh, here we go they're probably just like the bro split don't they raw oh mate and this is the thing like we've obviously we spoke about goal setting and obviously exercise links into a lot of people's goal setting um but like mate with exercise like we and me and you've worked last few months matter one thing i've been really proud of is we've really worked on you're not just going and 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 just ticking a box of exercise, yeah. but going in there, harnessing the skill, the intensity of exercise, and and not just as it, uh, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, not just as it give you physical improvements, but like mental improvements. Do you know what I mean? And and and, yeah, and habits sure. that are that have set you up well now for like training for the long term. Do you know what I mean? And it's it, it's like 
almost thinking about like exercises it's not just turning up and and, and you know jumping around like there's a real yeah. sk- like skill to it and For just sure. like learning to drive a car as i always say like you, you know don't expect to get it in one lesson but over time you can make exercise such a powerful part of your life and you know what's brilliant as well like i see it as it's with you all the time so if you have a shit week you go and train if you have a brilliant week you go and train do you know what I mean? Like it's it, it's always there. Like gyms are so accessible, um, and, and so like accessible financially as well. You know, yeah. you can get gyms fully kitted out. Okay, me, we might come on sometime and speak about all this amazing kit that we try <laughs> and whatever. But you can get a gym membership like 15, 20 quid a month. You know, it's not even a pound a day, and it's like joke, you can it? it can like literally turn your like transform your life. It really can. So, like, yeah, I think it's it's one of these where you got to be careful with like social media and stuff yeah for sure and one thing i kind of i think i want to taper off into this and again it's um referring to who we talk about a lot and i've just mentioned andrew huberman um and i saw you know you'll see like podcast clips and this happens a lot for him specifically because the information he's putting out is so like amazing and truthful but it's long form so a lot of people kind of edit them into like a compilation videos where we're talking like three to five minutes where you kind of get the real core message with a little bit of dose of uh, motivation. But what he says, and it's, it's really harrowing when you think about it, but there's a, there's a lot to be said for it. It's like, it's the core message is you've got to love the process. Mm. So I, I mentioned this in the last episode, like if your intention is to be a millionaire, that's fine. Like go for it. But when you if you're looking for that whole the whole like the the pot at the end of the rainbow to be the sale of your company and going ipo and making those millions a lot of people feel the void and then you'll hear the stories of when they look back it was the building that was the, that was giving them the satisfaction and the basically the dopamine release because you can oftentimes you'll build up like uh let's say if we say oh we want to lose three stone that's a massive amount of weight like yes you're gonna look good in the mirror but when you look back it's like it's the process of doing it that really is the rewarding part the fact that you've turned up every day and i think there's a lot to be said for that if you can hack into the fact that when you turn up into the gym you think even if you're not in the mood you just put a smile on your face and think this is me doing it this is me living my life like now it's not in the future for where this goal is, but it's now. And if you can try and enjoy that and get the little kick out of it, that's what's going to give you that amazing feedback loop, the dopamine kick. And I, I really like, I'll just give my little anecdotal thing for myself. But like today, I'm training legs and I've gotten into this psychopathic habit of just like when it's when it's tough, really tough, I just laugh to myself. I smile and I laugh to myself and I go, this is it. This is it. And I just say the that to myself. Begins. And that's it. And I'm like, but like, I'm so proud of that. Like I push in serious way. And did I want to? No, but did I do it? Yes. Because like, I'm like, this is what like life is. This is living. Like living's now, like not for when you hit your goal, you living all the way up until it do it. Mm. So you might as well enjoy the process again. That's what I'm trying to say. Any input? Mate, the outcome's like, it is like the cherry on the top, isn't it? And it's what yes. you... And really, the real reward is what you learn and gain from the process. So, yeah, you gain a better body. Yeah, you gain better health. And that's amazing. But, like, you learn a lot about yourself and you learn a lot about, you know, discipline, consistency, accountability. And, like, you know, like, backing up what you say you're going to do. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, like, I think... Yes. I don't know where... I don't know where... Um, I don't know where this, this comes from. I can't remember what book it's from. But, like, people hate hypocrisy don't they like people hate like if someone believes that like they've said something they're not done it like people don't like that like us as humans like turn away from that don't we it's like when someone says they're gonna bring so when someone says they're gonna bring you a donut and they don't you know the the expectations (laughs) haven't been managed have they um (laughs) do you know i mean and it's and and this the thing like if you're gonna set a goal um you know the process to go and back it up and achieve it you get so much from it like so much um and actually like i'm a big believer in that every like let's say everyone but i think as many people as possible should get in the best shape of their life at least once even if it's oh, just yeah. once even just if it's just box. 
yeah, even if it's just once. I'm not saying you've got to be like bodybuilder, show level ready, but just get in the best shape of your life once and watch how much you gain from it. You might not like being lean or enjoy that look even, but you'll take so much from that process and it will carry over into like other areas of your life as well. Yeah, that that's an, I like that's pretty much what got me my first six pack. To be honest, it was just like, like let's see how far we can take this. Let's see what we're capable of because we hear it all the time. We're capable of like so much more than we actually realize. If if that makes sense. So like, you've got this. You've got so much in the locker. Think of how much you've been through through life. Honestly, like think of all the shit you've dealt with. What you like anything setbacks we've all had them but yet we're still here today at this point and we've made it this far so like think about the stuff you can do if you just keep kind of moving forward mm. and the last thing i would say is when we're setting goals just to get back to the original question i think we really need to be careful and we do need to dig into that why because we need to like think about the the reason we're doing them but like if you are going to put yourself on the line and the accountability and then you get and you've set this goal to lose uh, let, let's not use the weight one but like to make a certain amount of money and you get halfway and you've got your why then you re- you start to think actually did i actually really really want that was it actually something that or did i just feel inspired in the moment i think there's something to be said about taking your time and thinking over a, like a week or two like you aren't going to get a tattoo well unless you're in ib for something like for a lifetime where you just do it off the cuff moment like you're not going to have one on you're not going to do one like on i don't know on your chest and i'll be for tattoo because it's off the moment you can't probably going to want to think about it a fair bit put it to side roll it around in your mind and i think there's something to be said for that for goals you're going to put yourself on the line so at least make sure this is something you definitely want before you overcommit to it yeah 100 percent. like again getting into those deeper reasons isn't it matt i'm going to throw you um a quick question as well um i thought this'd be quite an interesting one here we go not from yourself or myself what's the best goal and one of the best whys you've heard of someone else oh mate that is uh, that is that is difficult you know like doesn't have to be fitness either could be a friend could be a family member work colleague do you know what i think i I'm actually going to kind of give the a bit of a copper answer, really, because I think goals oftentimes aren't talked about. They're very much internalized, like mm. for me specifically. Like I'll tell my mates, maybe or a special or like someone who's really close to me. But in there, that's what's keeping me ticking over. I keep it in my mind locked away and I'm competing with myself. So I don't think a lot of people, I mean, for you it may be different because a lot of times you have these conversations about conversations yeah and and it's really good because again like if people aren't talking about it then like it's like you know the things that kind of seem to pull us apart so much like these these reasons oh i don't look good naked or like whatever your reason is for doing it they're the things that pull us so close together you know what i mean so Mm. um I haven't got an answer for someone else. I think it has to be my own goals and kind of just like, it's not very inspiring, but it is the losing the weight and stuff like that. Have you got any good ones? Yeah, mate. Do you know what's interesting? I've got I've had a couple of examples where people have, and again, when it comes to goal setting, I've, I've got a couple of people who've, who've lost, a couple of clients um, who've lost circa, three plus stone like three one of them four stone right and at the time of doing it they were like you know what just i I don't feel great but then actually at the back end of the goal they've turned around and said like wow i feel like i feel like i've gone up a whole nother level as a person yeah do you know what i mean like that i've never thought i could feel this way which is incredible um which is interesting because that that almost come at the back end of the goal like not much was given away at the start but then Mm. some cool ones like which i've i've been like lucky enough to work with this year um one's um a gentleman who had a cardiac arrest um a couple of years ago now and you know very much about health consolidating health in retirement you know with his family you know being able to live a you know like a i suppose a prolonged life as possible and you know it's interesting like this this guy um you know 
medication medication has been reduced greatly by his cardiologist and his doctor you know on pretty much the minimal medication you can have for someone who's like been through this mm. uh, experience and like something he says after losing around two stone um and obviously being much healthier much fitter it's wish i'd have done it 30 years ago now, this guy's like in his 50s right and he's like i'm the lightest i've been since i was probably like 25 i wish i'd have done it like 10 20 30 years ago that's a really cool one um like that's yeah, a, like sure, that's a big that's a big why that is and something like that particularly for men like that you know it's almost took an external thing to happen with your house sometimes to, it does sometimes it does yeah 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 rather than you being there before it that's happened he's gone shit like this isn't good and then the other one an interesting one mate is like is um i got a client who wants to psych he's a mad cyclist mate absolute nutcase mad cyclist huge quads yeah and he's he loves like he loves challenge hates yeah. comfort absolutely yeah. hates it quite a it's interesting you meet him, he's quite quiet you wouldn't guess this when you first met him but like like loves a challenge and he's like next year he wants to cycle from the top of portugal to the bottom right in like so many days yeah yeah and i said to him why like why do he's just turned 60 right why what are you doing what are you doing that for and he went why not <laughs> yeah love it man he's like I why not he just hates hates comfort like like obviously you know he obviously enjoys them winding going on holiday but like he loves the fact that like, every he almost has a duty to like push himself every year and have something that's a bit scary like you said about the b-hag thing like a bit scary like yeah. a little bit like sounds a bit nuts like telling people I'm, people like you're 60 and you're you're mm. mental and he's like yeah but i know i'll do it i love it there's like a couple of things there like the, there's a there's this term called seek discomfort and i think the most growth unfortunately for how our lives lead the most growth comes in those moments of discomfort like you find out the most about yourself and stuff of that stuff of that nature you know when you're yeah. out of your comfort zone like think like it, even going back to school like simplifying it so much like being scared to go in on the first day of school but that like that seemed like a terrible thing at the time literally like i can't do that mm. because it's out of your comfort zone but then i guarantee well for me anyway like there's, there's people I know that I met on the first day of school that are still in my life because, you know, I mean, I didn't really have a choice, but that's a good thing sometimes, isn't it? And like the, 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 the beauty and discomfort is so good. And I think there's this motivational thing and like I've got this, I don't do it very often, but when I'm fucking need to, I need to pick me up. There's a little like five minute like Goggins kind of compilation, that mm. kind of stuff. Goggins for who don't know, amazing book, can't hurt me. But um, there's this and Jocko Willink's on it. I'm not like massive on Jocko Willink. Like I, I don't overconsume his content. He's, I can't relate to him very much. But yeah, he's a very much a big, you know, he's a seal, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, exactly, absolute ex unit, ex seal unit of a geezer. But there's this little little clip in this motivational thing, and it gets me every time. And he just chimes in. He goes, "Today, I will be the aggressor. I will be on the attack." And there's something for to be said about, like, you've got, like you said, your man there who's had a cardiac arrest. That's when life hits you in the face, and it's just like, oh, life's aggressed on you, and like it's forced you to change your ways. But then, the other side of things, like your other example, he's like, he's going at this, and he's saying, you know what, I'm going to do this. I'm going to attack this like let the i'm taking control by doing this and i think there's so much to be said from like just just contemplating like how can i aggress on this on life today how can i make the most out of it mm, mate are you um mate i can't believe we we've never had this conversation i never asked this question but are you a football man <laughs> um yeah so i was I go in and out of stages, so I'm not like like a diehard like let's go watch every match. Kind Three of lions on the shirt. Yeah, Jules were more like one um, lion on the shirt. <laughs> um, I do like football, but like I'm not going to die for it. Do you know what I mean? I think it's a great conversational piece for people you don't know. Like I think that like it just opens up so many conversations. But um, I do I watch the matches with my family, my mates, and stuff like that. 
and I'll try and keep on it, but I won't like let that determine my happiness. If you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, mate. You know, you know what a gigan press is? Oh, what a gigan press? A gigan press, yeah. Oh, like, uh, like um, like a tactic to like get the. Uh, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Like, get the ball back. A good saying would be like gigan press your your life. <laughs> there you high, go high pressure on those goals man <laughs> yeah man yeah be the you, aggressor the you gotta get press. after your goals like man city get after that ball like <laughs> oh he's loving it here he's loving it mate your brother would be like he'd be oozing in these right now yeah yeah mate he'd be sending me for six here mate i'm I'm gonna dob him in here so like we before um we've switched to nero now but we used to we used to be costa costa mm. guys right and he'd be like, yeah. mate, I'm off to get a Douglas. Love it, a Douglas <laughs> Loves Loves a little footballer link in there. Oh, I love, I love that one. That's sick. Yeah, that, those kind of little little inside jokes that just make everything, just get you cracking. Oh, mate, I'll I tell you what, I've got one actually. It used to be a geezer I worked with. And like, we'd be on the phones, like a, a call centre kind of thing. And I'd, I'd be like, mate, this geezer's like a tit, basically. And then he'd go, he'd go, yeah, he's a right sausage. And then we just started throwing out, mate, he's a right Richmond is. <laughs> that, that's it. Then he just stuck with us, mate. Richmond's calling. As, as many as go. you can. He's a right heck is. <laughs> yeah, exactly, mate. He'd start like, he, he would just start like playing out on things like that. Yeah. Oh, on that man, note, though, man. I think we've uh, covered that a good length. There's a lot to take in there for anyone that wants to listen. Sorry we exhausted your brain and took 45 minutes of your life. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully 45 minutes where you've taken at least one thing that hopefully can benefit you. And look, this, I think there's so much to be said for like the process of setting goals. As I say, I got lost in it. But just have a proper think. Implement some of the things. Don't get overwhelmed by all the little, like the, like the, like the, the content out there on doing it. Just kind of proper thing chill out do it in your own time set that goal and then once you've set it though aggress on it do the gig and press on it mate do the gig press, mate exactly mate, maybe that can be the uh, maybe that can be the title of the video gig and <laughs> press your gig and press your goal setting i love that shit man i love that shit right thank you ever much so much for watching guys and we'll see you very soon